Hello, fellow rebel capitals. Hope you're well. So I just came across an article on CNBC and wanted to give you guys a personal warning from me to you. Don't let this happen to you, your friends, your family members, because I can guarantee you, especially in an age of AI and deep fakes, this is going to become a much bigger problem than it already is. Let's go right over to CNBC and check this out. Title, Americans have been scammed out of $2.7 billion in the last two and a half years on social media. Seven red flags to look out for. And this obviously hits home with me because, as most of you know, I haven't had access to my Twitter account since August 25th, roughly. In fact, uh, just, well, I guess it's it's no real need to keep it a secret. I had to hire our good friend, Robert Barnes. You guys know the the lawyer that uh, the FOIA request with the Fed and you guys know Robert Barnes, I'm sure. Uh, I actually had to hire him to contact Twitter's legal department to see if we could get this resolved because I've literally gone back and forth with them for, you know, since August 25th, we've probably gone back and forth with them, I don't know, 10, 20 times. And every single time they come back telling me that, oh, no, you have access to your account. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Look at the last tweet, for heaven's sakes. It's from a crypto scammer, from an AI scammer, uh, or some sort of hacker. And that's completely obvious. And what the hacker did, for those of you who haven't followed the story, is they got into my account, and then they changed the two-step verification from text to the uh the, the code generating app. So now they have control over the code generating app, but, and then they hacked into my phone, my AT&T account to get the text for the two-step verification in the first place. And uh, so then, but you know, wisely uh, you got to give them credit where credit is due here. Uh, they're obviously smart guys doing this because they did not change the email address and I don't know if they even changed the password. They probably changed the password, but they didn't change the email address. Um, they didn't have to because now they have total control over the account. And by not changing the email address, Twitter on their end, they think that nothing's happened. Because if it was a scammer, they would have changed the email address to have access to the account. And they downloaded the, the, the code verification app. So they think that's me downloading the code verification app. And have I told them this? Yes, I've outlined this several times to Twitter. I've sent them pictures of myself in front of the computer. I've taken snapshots of me filling out the forms. And I mean, I've, I've literally done everything I possibly could do. And every single time, or at least the most recent correspondence that we've had is, oh, sorry, on our end, it looks like you have control of your account. So bye. That's big. So then again, I, I'm left with, you know, what I have 240, 50,000 followers on Twitter. I mean, it's not a small account for heaven's sakes. You could argue that that's a very valuable asset, especially in the social media landscape. So again, got to get Barnes involved. So uh, he's writing them a, a, le a letter to their legal department. So hopefully this will uh, get the ball rolling. I'm sure it will. But anyway, this is a big problem, guys. And by the way, that's the second time my Twitter account has been hacked. And the last hackers also stole my identity, identity and started setting up um, credit cards in my name. And I had to have my accountant call Experian and TransUnion and whatever the other one is 
to freeze my credit so no one could set up a credit card in my name. Every single day, I was getting a new notification from like Credit Karma saying, congratulations on your new Home Depot credit card. Congratulations on your new this. I'm like, whoa, this is not me. This is not me doing it. And uh, it's it's not just George Gammon having this problem. Uh, yeah, I don't think he would mind. Uh, Mark Moss, most of you know Mark, a good buddy of mine, who's uh, got a great YouTube channel. Mark has had his Twitter account uh, hacked, the same thing as mine, for even longer than I have, like two or three months, and he has not been able to get access to it. And I know that he is good buddies with the UFC fighter or former UFC fighter, Ben Askren, and Ben had the exact same thing happen to him. So it's not just me. I mean, this is happening across the board with people in the macro space and the Bitcoin space and just famous athletes and whatnot that have large followings to where these scammers can hack into their account and uh, scam their followers out of billions of dollars. Uh, The first guy that hacked into my account was selling uh, or said he was selling laptops for charity. And of course, all the money was just going right into his back pocket. And when I looked at all my DMs, when I finally got the account back, it looked like he probably made at least $50,000 on this. I mean, it's just tragic. It's really sad. And quite frankly, when I think about it, it, it makes me angry. And I, I'm sure you guys have the exact same reaction. And that's why I wanted to go over this, not just to share my story again and give you guys an update, but also give you guys a warning. Uh, I know a lot of people in the chats just sit there and say, oh, George, this is you're just not careful enough. Try not having a password that's one, two, three, dumbass. You know, I get that in, in the comments. No, guys, don't sleep through don't, don't bury your head in the sand. I did not have a password that was one, two, three. I had a very extensive password. I had the two-step notification, and it still happened to me. And then uh, other people say, well, I've got nothing to worry about because I don't have a quarter million followers like George Gammon. I've only got a 1,000. No, no, no. They're going to target you as well. And like I said, in the future, it's only going to get worse as AI and these deep fakes start to evolve. So let's go through this article here and uh, take some notes. I mean, it's just staggering, really, what's happening. And they say that a lot of these uh, people that are falling victim to this fraud are young people, which is a bit surprising. You would think it would be more older people that weren't as sophisticated with these social media platforms, but it's younger people as well. And this article points out that part of the reason why is because younger people are much more trusting of the internet than, you know, the baby boomers and the gen Xers like me, we didn't grow up with the internet. So I think we just have an ingrained skepticism initially towards anything online, excuse me, online. I mean, I remember back in, Josh, you probably don't even remember this. I, I'm sure you don't remember this. But back in the early days of buying stuff online, like nobody would do that. And everyone thought Amazon was going to go bust because like who on earth would give their credit card to a website? What? No one's going to do that. This is just nonsense. That's when Paul Krugman was coming out and saying that the internet was going to go the way of the fax machine or, or something like that. I forgot what he said exactly. But that was, you know, back then, and this was early 2000s, people couldn't even fathom giving their credit card information to a website. There is no way they would do it. And now look at Amazon. You know, everyone's like 
credit card? Yeah, sure. I don't even want it to throw in the digits. So let me take a picture of it on my phone and, and text it to some random guy that I don't even know. So anyway, younger people, I think, are more prone to do that because they've grown up with the internet and with social media. They say the most common types of social media scams uh, are online shopping. And what happens here is the scammers advertise products for sale. And when you make the purchase, either directly through social media platform, follow the link, it's a bogus website, and the money just goes right back into their back pocket and you never get the product. Uh, this is what happened to me, again, with that first time when the hackers took over my uh, my uh, Twitter account. You know, these guys have no moral. I mean, this is just their bottom of the barrel here. Uh, I mean, they're not only scamming people, but they're doing it in the name of charity. At least that's what happened in, in my case initially. I mean, it's just... These people are, are just uh, the dregs of society. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Now they talk about some financial scams. They said that's uh, one of the biggest by far. And they said that this is the most lucrative they said uh, the fake investment opportunities, which typically involve bogus financial experts boasting about their financial success, alluring users to promise huge returns. But it's not just that. And they point out somewhere else in the article that it's these hackers taking over the accounts of people that you know, like, and trust to where you think you're talking to that person when in reality, it's not them. It's just some dude in Nigeria or whatever, or India, or, or the US, or who knows where the heck they are. And so, you know, I just, I don't even know how many fake George Gammon accounts there are on Instagram, or Twitter, or on social media in general. I mean, just look at the comments of some of my whiteboard videos sometimes. Just every single comment almost is some sort of, you know, oh, text me, I've got the stock secrets, my WhatsApp number is blah, 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 blah. If you ever see that, guys, ignore it. Just assume that it's a scam. If you ever see a George Gammon that, that comes up in your DMs or something like that, that's not me. I can assure you. So just make a mental note of it, that if anyone named George Gammon reaches out to you claiming to be me, that ain't me. I can almost, I can, in fact, I can assure you of that because I don't DM anyone. In fact, on Twitter, I actually have the DMs uh, turned off. No one can DM me unless I follow them. And it's not just the average Joe and Jane that's being taken. Mark Cuban, for heaven's sakes, fell victim to a crypto scam, and he lost almost a million bucks, $900,000 in a crypto scam. Mark Cuban, 
Wow. He says, when you see someone on social media telling you how they're going to make money, they're lying. If they're really that good, they'd be making it themselves, getting rich, not sharing. I mean, he's got a, he's got a point there. They say investment scams are followed by romance scams where fraudsters try to form online romances of strangers asking money. Romance scams pulled in nearly a half a billion dollars last year. So red flags to look out for when you get an urgent message from a friend uh, or, you know, your online friend with an emergency request. Usually that's not going to be your friend. It's going to be someone posing as them. Someone you've recently met online seems overly eager to establish a friendship romantic connection, any request involving gift cards, wire transfer, cryptocurrency. And I'll throw in another one, guys. Whenever they give you a WhatsApp number, when you see that in YouTube comments, just that's a scam. When Whenever you see a WhatsApp number, just ignore it or assume that it's a scam. Products sold at huge dif- discounts, too good to be true. Typos and strange spellings. That is something that I've seen uh, that's consistent with at least the first guy Uh, that hacked into my Twitter account, they had um, a space after the last letter of a sentence in the period. And I noticed that was very odd. And someone told me that's because these, uh, these phones that you get, I don't know if they're Chinese phones or these, basically these throwaway phones that like a disposable razor, you know, that you can like load up the minutes or something like that. You don't have to give your personal ID. I don't know how they work. But they said that there's something on the keyboard with them that that is makes you prone to having an extra space with that punctuation. So always look out for that as well. And to their point here, look out for poor grammar with people that obviously English isn't their first language. So you've got someone like George Gamma. It's not like my English is perfect, far from it. But you can tell uh, for the most part if that's me typing, you know, because you can does that sound like something George would say? You know, am I using the word "ain't" as an example, or or is the the grammar just way way off? Poor grammar uh, that seems a lot poorer than my grammar usually is. <laughs> that's generally that's generally a, a a red flag right there for sure. Promising huge investment returns. It's always in the YouTube channels when you see, oh, Mrs. Smith just made me $50,000 and I only gave her a thousand or whatever, just WhatsApp, blah, 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 blah. Again, guys, that is 100% of the time a outright scam. Ignore it, report it, but whatever you do, don't respond to it. They're rushing you into a de- decision. Yeah, they're always trying to create uh, urgency. So this is right on CNBC, guys, if you want to use it as a reference point. Again, the title is called Americans Have Been Scammed Out of $2.7 Billion in the Last 2.5 Years, Two and a Half Years, on Social Media, Seven Red Flags to Look Out For. Happened to me, happened to my good buddy Mark Moss, uh, his buddy uh, Ben Askren from the UFC. And um, this is, even if you have a 1,000 followers, it doesn't matter on Facebook or whatever, You've got to be aware of this stuff because as AI evolves, we're going to have deep fakes. Not only can people uh, try to replicate like my Instagram account or my Twitter account, but now they're going to be able to replicate a George Gammon YouTube video. I mean, not now, but I think in the very near future, they're going to be able to tell ChatGPT to produce a video using my image and using my voice that you guys can't. It looks like me. It looks like me talking to you right now. And the only way that you can differentiate between the real George Gammon 
and the other George Gammon on YouTube that looks identical, it speaks the exact same way, uses the same words, has the same voice, everything, is if it's live. That's one of the reasons I do so many live streams, because you know it's me. Uh, you can't deep fake a live stream, at least not that I know of. And so make sure that you're cognizant of it now, but in the future realize that it's going to be harder and harder and harder to tell the scammers from the people who are legitimate, the people that you truly uh, know, like, and trust and, and follow them on social media or wherever it is online. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. If you want to see more of the most important recent stories that we've discussed right here on this channel, Josh will put them in a playlist right about here, and we'll see you in the next video.